Welcome into a special state of play. This is gonna be a recruiting special uh, session that I wanted to get a chance to do. We are in such a crucial time of the recruiting cycle, especially in college football with high school seasons getting ready to wrap up. College football being in the middle of their seasons, getting close to um, kind of the end of the conference seasons and people getting ready for the season. Uh, bowl games on the horizon. But today, a really special guest, friend of mine, Joe Butler from Joe Butler's Metro Index based out of Pittsburgh. I've known Joe for a good amount of years now. I got to know him when I was coaching. Um, he helped me work with some high schools and get recruiting in the Pittsburgh area. Joe is a very good voice on recruiting. He has a very good eye for not only talent, but really what it takes to play and kind of develop at the next level. Me and Joe have been having some great conversations before we even got started, so I wanted to get rolling here. So, Joe, thanks for uh, joining us. Just for a few minutes, talk a little bit about recruiting. Kind of want to just get started as far as how are things going over there on the in Western PA? We had a football season. has got one game left. Everything where Everybody's having a good year. Uh, the whole state of PA is talented. Uh, Western Pennsylvania is declining in population and the numbers in the high schools are down, but it's hold, it always holds its own. And the Philadelphia area is loaded with talents, become one of the best areas in the country. I think it was going back to about 2014 contacting you we had a connection through a former player Todd Harriman's that I played with at Saginaw Valley and, and coach Mike Evans out at Cannon Mac uh, knew you and got me in touch with you to get a chance to kind of see some players I was just kind of blown away about your understanding of players all over what what you do with your metro index and your knowledge of the players I got to ask you first off we were just talking about this for a minute what has changed in recruiting? Not, not maybe specifically, Joe, in all your time, especially doing the Metro Index. That goes back a long ways. Let's, maybe the last 10 years, I've noticed a shift. Me and you have talked about it for a long time. For anybody that gets a chance to listen to this podcast, listen to your message, what's the biggest change that you've seen in recruiting, specifically college you know, football recruiting? Probably the number one change has been the addition of Huddle, H-U-D-L, the Huddle film. Years ago, there was DVDs and VCR. It was hard to get film. You had to mail it to the college collegiate coach. They had uh, they had to look at film. Guys were staying up all hours of the night, calling high school coaches. And the uh, the software company Huddle come up with a program, and it's really worked out. Everybody's able to look at their kit, the players on Huddle and evaluate them properly. And now, and there's an additional thing, the Power Five schools now are hiring backroom guys that are watching the film. And then when they like a guy to go to the collegiate coach, and it gives the coach more latitude to coach football rather than worry about all the recruiting. And they got other people to take phone calls because it is overwhelming for a collegiate coach in terms of emails, the film evaluation, communication with high school coaches it's unreal they got to talk on the phone all the time and they really don't have a lot of time to spend at home and spend time with their families so that's the number one change and the other one now in the last the advent of the transfer portal and that's really going to change the recruiting process dan well and i you know it's it's just it's the day we live in right now I, I, can i follow up with this has it made it better you just talked a little bit there now about how coaches are focusing more on coaching on the field they've got all these people within their own facilities that are watching film and getting it to the coach 
has it made recruiting better, which in turn, is it, is it making the game better with all this heightened, you know, technology and advancements for kids to be evaluated at college programs? I think it is making a game better. The one thing that uh, might hurt the game a little bit is they're offering guys that are freshmen and sophomores with never happened 30. When I was in this, I've been in this business 45 years. It never happened 35 years ago. They just, they, uh, they waited till their senior year, evaluated them, uh, saw how they play their, during their senior year, offered scholarships, had them in for visits. Now it's really changed. They're offering having their football camps. I ran a camp and was able to get a lot of good players, but now the kids are going to the college camps. They're evaluating them more thoroughly, checking out their body types, their athletic ability, and they're offering younger guys. And that's and it's been a trend now for the past 20 years, and, and it's probably working out. So they're way ahead of the game. Some of these colleges recruiting of its classes done in May before the senior year and they're completed and they're looking at the younger kids. So it's really changed dramatically in the last 20 years. Just know, you know, me and you were having a 20 minute conversation about the portal. Me and you have pretty similar viewpoints on it, um, good and bad, but it's the nature of where we're at. It's right now, at least it's not changing, you know, kind of, can you touch on the portal a little bit, you know, maybe kind of give some people some thoughts about what you but what do you see as far as the, the transfer portal impacting both recruiting and again, the college game? Yeah. Some of these schools, and I know there was a school in Texas that did not sign a high school kid, a one, a school, uh, not a power five, but a one, a school, a lot of these one double a schools, that's all they wait for. They look at that transfer portal every day. I'm helping out a couple Pennsylvania guys in the transfer portal. Uh, you know, they're looking, but there's a lot of players that enter, the portal that never get recruited. That's another thing about it. They don't get recruited. So I don't know what the percentage is, but I don't think it's over 50%. I, I think 50% of the players that enter never get recruited. And they, they think a lot of them think they're going to go play at a big time program by entering a portal and are going back and they're dropping down one double a two and three. And uh, maybe that's where a lot of them belong concerns about what the portal's doing to the game as far as development you know you're not able to and I think the college coaches deserve some you know some criticism on this as well too how much are they developing these kids the second you see a flaw in a player are you now it's hard for me to say pushing a kid out the door but are you are you sitting a kid down saying hey we're not sure if you can play here so you can go get the next kid whether it be through the portal or through the high school ranks I have some serious concerns about the portal and what it game as far as that constant turnover now the colleges maybe they want that constant turnover but it to me it would be very difficult i want to move on just slightly away from that i think the portal we could talk about for for really an hour hour at least okay you know, western pa you, you evaluated kids for a really long time if but you know you, you look changed you know what well, a talent thing the way they approach the game What's changed in the kids that you've seen? It could be good. It could be bad in the last, you know, again, let's focus on the last 10 or 12 years uh, with some of our, of the prospects. Uh, I think I have an idea of what you're going to say, but what's some of the things that have changed in prospects over the last 10 or 15 years as you've been evaluating them? 
Evan, 45 years, I, I, the biggest change is the speed of the game. A lot of these young men are going out, they're training hard, they're working out, they're lifting in eighth, ninth grade, their bodies are changing compared to a long time ago. Um, and that's number one change. The body types, the size, the kids are bigger, they're stronger, they're faster, they're physical, they're collegiately ready coming out of high school, a lot of them. Mentally, are they ready? I don't know. That, that's a big change. That's a big adjustment. But physically, they're ready to jump into the college game. You're seeing a lot of true freshmen, a lot of guys coming in as true freshmen starting. And, and that's really been a big change over the past 40 years. And then film evaluation has really been upgraded. So they know every little detail about every little, every little thing about every player talking to the coach and looking at his film. So it's really changed in the last 40 years, dramatic change. And going through our senior year, because I'm a big believer in high school sports and football. Value even if you don't go on to play at the next level. But if I'm a young ninth, you know, tenth, eleventh grader, and I have, you know, hey, I have visions of playing at the next level. What can I do to enhance? I get to that point of being a. Yeah, they the best thing for these young guys to do is uh, don't worry about. I think too many young players. They put up on their Twitter accounts how many offers they have. Uh, I'm a three-star. Uh, I'm a four-star. I don't like the star system. It, it labels a kid. Uh, you know, I'm just – just evaluate the kid. If he's good, he's going to move up. You're talking about a 16-year-old young man. Everybody's different at 16. Some guys develop. Their bodies develop. And then other, guy, other players don't. Some of the ones that develop level off in college don't play. They want to get out of there. They want to transfer. Imagine when you were 16 years old and what you were like at 22. I can think of that. I, I just look at everybody I know. It's a major, there's a major change in a human being in that five, six year period. to wrap up here you know they put you in charge of college football you know joe butler becomes the college football you know you're doing to improve the game and it could be within re recruiting it could be within the game what's something that you would do to change the game in a positive direction change college football to change it in a positive direction would be to focus in dan and this is not this isn't slighting anybody. The kids to focus in on getting their education. There's so many. The big thing that people fail to realize is like one out of two players that go on to college do not finish at that school. They either get injured, they get academic shortcomings, they want to transfer. They want to leave. They don't like football anymore. They get a girlfriend. It's an it's really under evaluated and an overlooked part of the uh, recruiting process. And and it, and they just they just don't love the game anymore. Co college football is tough. 
it's very different than going home at six o'clock at night when you're done your high school practice and the dinner's on the table. You go to college, you got to make, you got to make dramatic changes to adjust to the collegiate program. of the day that's probably the biggest thing that i saw change even as a coach you know it seems like academics weren't as big of the focus as far as the next level even from the times they would come in and they would talk to me about football first and academics being a fallback and i would look at them like uh you know there's like i was a division two coach at the time or even when i was at north dakota state like there's a really good chance you know you're not going to play in the nfl you know coming through that as a coach but it does seem like for for, for a lot of fans almost become the safety net it kind of should almost be reversed you know if you put yourself in a position to get an education while playing football and 30 40 years and oh by the way if you're good enough to play in the nfl awesome for and flipped what changed that mentality what changed that mindset uh, in your experience in your in your in your opinion I think opportunities, the young men see that these D2 and D3 guys are playing pro football. They can go to the Canadian League and play that XFL. And, and it's it's a dream. It's a dream come true. They, hey, I want to play in the NFL. They see their friends. And, that, and the focus is off the academic, but they forget that diploma is very valuable. That diploma catapults you into a uh, job opportunities and playing football and making friends and, and, and alumni from your school or everywhere, it can create opportunities for you to get, get a job or whatever, but the diploma is very valuable. And they, and a lot of guys want to go back and they, they quit playing football, but they want to go back and get their degree. Cause it's, it's a very valuable asset. It stays with you for the rest of your life. I can to go back to college. Those were great times. So if I could do anything to find a school that would take me, uh, I would certainly go back. But I, I appreciate, I mean, your, your, your insight and your message is what I, obviously I think it's unbelievable. We've known each other for a good while and we kind of share some of the same values. I, I think it'll be really valuable for families. And, and, and I will just say this, if there's any college programs out there looking for help, Joe Butler and Joe Butler's Metro Index is, is really the pinnacle of trying to recruit and evaluate not only players, but the right fit to come into your program. So if there's any college programs that get a chance to listen to this, if I have, you know, any influence over anybody and everyone get in touch with Joe Butler um, and get a chance to. Well, I'm going to. And I'm, really I'm realistic. I'm very realistic in my evaluations. I look at a guy young. I don't want to hold you up on your podcast here, but I, I look at a guy and, and, and I'd rather see him go down, drop down a notch and play and have a fun and have a great career rather than go above and beyond their capacity of evaluation. And then they sit and they want to leave and they're unhappy. And it really has an adverse effect on their academic outlook towards getting a, a degree and a diploma. So, you know, go where you can play and don't worry about uh, playing D2 and D3 because if you're great, Look at what's that uh, Ryan Ramzik is the highest paid right tackle in the NFL started at Wisconsin Whitewater transferred to Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Badgers 
and now he's the highest paid right tackle for the New Orleans Saints. So anything can happen. Just work hard, keep your nose clean, study hard, and you'll be successful. Brought great value to me and our program that I was associated with. So again, I would recommend anybody to Joe Butler's Metro Index if they're looking for the right fit. If you're just looking for a dude, you can find any social media site and you can look up all the different sites to find that. But Joe, you've done a great job. I'm going to put you on the hot. I know you got a lot of friends in the high school coaching ranks in Pittsburgh. You pretty much know everybody and everybody knows you, but I'm going to put you on the hot seat. Who's winning the Whoopi championship this year? Who's going to get it done? Boy, that's, that's a tough question. Central Catholic's really good, but Mont Lebanon, the community where I'm from is really sticking out. Uh, they're well coached. They got a lot of good offensive linemen. They can control the line of scrimmage. They got a quarterback that can, uh, is a ma game manager with a good arm. So they have a very good football team this year. I think they got a great shot of winning it. Maybe even go on to the state and have a great shot of winning the state championship here in PA. I'm talking a little bit. I think recruiting, especially for the 23s, is not only it's already started. They're definitely, you know, kind of getting cranked up, like you said. You know, colleges have been on them for a while, but it's really going to get heated uh, here in the next couple months, in my opinion. I think a few thoughts and insights that you brought will maybe help. A hey, Dan, they're going to come out. The, col the colleges are looking at 23 grads, but they're going to start. Right after Thanksgiving, they got a three-week period of recruiting. They're going to hit the schools. They're allowed to evaluate. It's a live period. Then they come back in after, like, January 10th, the convention, the championship game, they come in. So these, uh, it's coming up here real quick. It's going to be high-level recruiting, and the player should know where he's going by the 22 grads, should know where they're going by Christmas time. Uh, they should have a great idea who's recruiting them, and they should probably have a decision made by the middle of January. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you kind of giving some of your thoughts and insight. Me, me and you will obviously be talking a lot, but again, definitely recommend any, anybody interested in college programs that are looking for a little bit of help. All right. Thanks, Dan. You take well, care. Thanks a lot, Joe. Yeah, and we appreciate everybody getting a chance to come on and talk a little bit about recruiting today. If you have any other questions for me or anybody uh, that I can help assist through the process, reach me at getaren.com. That's G-E-T-A-R-E-N.com. And until we get a chance to talk a little bit more, we'll see you again soon.